What is up, everybody? This is the Two Guys Drinking Whiskey Podcast. My name is Neil. I'm Christopher. Oh, hey, guys. It's Joe. We are Three Guys Drinking Whiskey. All right, so today is going to be a quick show where we go around the table. We discuss our favorite whiskeys of 2020. We drank some really good stuff. We drank some not so good stuff. And today we're going to share with you what was our personal favorite. So we're just going to go around, keep it quick, keep it simple. Well, we'll see how quick it goes, but yeah, we'll just we'll let it rip. But <laughs> first, Christopher's got a what's in the bag. I do. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Hey, hey, what's in the bag? Christopher, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's, what's in, the in the bag? bag? That's got a nice nose. It does. Okay, so this is a recent pickup from Barbara Richard up in Egg Harbor. I think you've recommended this one before. I don't know if it was this version or if you've had this before or maybe we just talked about it in the past. I don't know. But I seen it and I read a lot about it. I think it'll make good Ooh. show content in the future as well with a couple other ones. So Ooh. enjoy. I gave it a nose. It was a great nose. Like a more of a permeated bourbon. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Stag Jr. a little bit on the nose, but not as harsh. On the taste, I'm getting coconut in the finish. Really? This is fucking good. Is it? This is yeah. this is the nose is good and the palate's good. Mm. The finish is good. It's good. Wow, this is smooth. It's yeah. not too strong. It's pretty mm-hmm. easily drinkable. So I'm guessing this is probably less than a hundred. No, it's a hundred and eight, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. It drinks good for a hundred. Oh, yeah. I- idiot. <laughs> Shows what you know, Neil. hundred and eight. I think it's a hundred and eight. It's it's over a hundred. I wanna Mm. have a whiskey that's 103 proof and call it hot blooded <laughs> so every time i drink it i can sing the song yeah I, I just sang the song as soon as you said that thanks yeah this one's got a ton of flavor to it wow yes it's i think we'll digest it in the later shows but you know legs it's an mgp whiskey i, I couldn't tell you what mgp is just by tasting it but when i taste this it has familiar it has familiarities that i've had in the past right I, i'd really love to put this up up against the smoke wagon which is mgp there's this guy, and then I have one of the pinhook bourbons that is MGP. This is cigarable too. I feel like yeah, it, it, it yeah, yeah. It's yep. got some complexity to yeah. it. Well, and, and I said before when we were drinking, well, I tried the smoke wagon, or whatever. I think that's a little bit more my favorite right now. Uh, Stag Junior probably still is, but this is this is right up there. This is a little more crushable, slammable, drinkable. Like you can, mm-hmm. you don't have to sip this like a really hot cup of coffee. You can oh, just right. kind of can really dive into this one is this finished in anything you want to know what it is i already know what it is do you i can tell by the cover have you had it before i never had it before oh really? Well, I, I know it's bell mead that's all i know right so i can tell by the top so it's the reserve reserve so bourbon 108.3 so i did a lot of reading on this guy right here and you know we can't find it anywhere where we're at we can find maybe find bell meads but not never the reserve so i picked it up it's probably a little overpriced by about ten dollars total wine and more sells it for 60 ish they have it in stock but i paid about 80 for the cognac finish okay there you go so yeah bell meads a little more expensive around here that's delicious that's solid well done yeah i like it that's my kind of bourbon something that's like uniquely flavored and just just tasty and easy drinking too mm-hmm. yep. Yep. this is definitely a neat drinker I, mm-hmm. wouldn't, I wouldn't put this on ice i was just surprised too because it was a what's in the bag brown bag and so kind of knocked my socks off i'm like oh right yeah no you're just expecting something a little uh, <laughs> I, I just yeah. want to have a reason to open it right away so i was like ah fuck it let's get into the meat of the show shall we let's do it let's start with number one best bourbon slash american whiskey of 2020 or what's your favorite i should say christopher what's your favorite 2020 bourbon or american whiskey or both i think i I, I still come back to the Stag Junior right now. Stag Junior, just because I've always hunted for it, and it's a, it's a it's a staple for me. Good job. How about you, Joe? I think my favorite has been. It's a really hot and spicy 
1792 full proof okay. i think is one of my favorites mm. uh i really like it hot and that bad boy i think is at like 100 and i can't remember it's hot 108 maybe i don't know something it's full like that. proof right i picked for favorite bourbon of 2020 the woodford reserve double oaked oh okay and, sure yeah you talk I, about it a lot yeah so. I, I picked that because i bought it multiple times it's something that i can drink very easily and drink like enough of it and not be worried about it disappearing too We've had a ton of really awesome whiskeys, a ton of really good bourbons that you enjoy them as a treat, but I think the Woodford Double Oaked, for me, it's got everything that I like. It's nice. Two two regulars and one more allocated. So the next heavy hitter, favorite scotch of 2020. Christopher, what was your favorite scotch of 2020? God, this is a tough <laughs> one. I knew it would be hard for you, but... We've had some amazing scotches, but... I'm going to go back to the one that really freaking kind of opened my eyes a little bit. And I'm going to go to the the Pete Monster just because the location I tried it at and just the whole, the whole, th- everything behind it was amazing. So I'm going with Pete Monster. That was your introduction to Compass Box. And it, it was. It yep. Changed your life. I did. Opened up that Pandora's Compass Box. <laughs> Joe, what'd you pick? What did I pick? Um, yeah, what'd you pick? I, I already know what it is for you, but you go ahead. Do you? Do you? Yeah. Tell me. It's the wee beastie for you, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> it had me. It, it, it was the best smelling. Uh, I know you. The, be- the best smelling dram I had during my 75 hard. Oh, I bet. And, well, yeah. you, you just smell them? Yeah, I mean, you guys did. You guys, no, no, no. You guys did the. You guys did the oh, art bag. Okay. I'm just picturing you at you, home. You did, the, you did the art bag show when I was here, and I can. And I was always smelling oh, okay. them, and and yeah, I would say that that or that or probably anything anything Compass Box. The Compass Box lineup show was was pretty amazing. It really was. Right. So. I ended up picking Compass Box Myth and Legends because okay. that was. I said it during the show. I was like, if I had to drink one scotch for the rest of my life, this would be the one. And right. For sure, that one was just amazing. Even coming back to it. Couple times after that, I was like, "Oh God damn, this is so good." We did a shitload of really good scotches this year too. So, right. If you're listening to this, you can always go back and listen to some of our older episodes if you haven't. And we really dive into a lot of cool stuff. A so. lot of peated, mm-hmm. a lot of peated scotches. Yeah, this year. definitely a lot of peated scotches this year. Um, next would be rye whiskey. So, what's your favorite rye whiskey, Christopher? Ah, uh, this is a tough one. This is we don't do a, a ton of ryes, um, and they're very hit and miss for me. But I went with the Midwinters okay. Night Dram just because it's it's been good. It's the second bottle I've had now, and you know it's just good. And think about where we started. We kind of started the podcast with Midwinters, right? And then we kind of come into it now this time of year with it as well, and it's it stood up. Oh yeah, for sure, it really did. How about is, you? Is that is that your favorite now? Yes, that is my favorite. Is it really? Yep, yeah. I picked yeah. it. What did you pick? That's a that's a that's a three in the bag. There. Hands yeah, down, we're gonna have yeah. a threesome. Okay, yeah. high west. Yeah. Midwinter Nights. Dream. I like it. I did do a runner-up of the Sagamore Double Oak. To oh, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Which I, was I, awesome. I feel like I need to own that bottle and really drink it more to say it's better than Midwinter's, but that's delicious. Okay, this should be probably a pretty easy one, I think, for all of us. Uh, maybe not for Joe, but uh, best Irish whiskey. I'm going with the Red Breast. 27. 27, yep. Me too. So. 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, well, I haven't had that. I haven't had that much Irish uh, Irish whiskey either, though. So yeah, I, that, I figured it wouldn't be as easy. Yeah. Then we also have best Japanese whiskey, right? Did you consider that at all? I would. I would go with the uh, the Nika from the barrel. Nika from the barrel. But it's got to be Nika from the barrel with just a little a little touch of peat in there. So a little a little drop of. Is that cheating? Okay, yeah. you can drink it however you want. Yeah, 
If you, that, that's, 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 fine. I mean, the Nika is no longer on the shelf for that reason. Joe, you got, you got one? Probably the, the Nika Kofi. That yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah. I ended up choosing the Yamazaki 12-year. Sure. Yep. That was just a delicious one. Super delicate, super smooth, mm-hmm. just refined as fuck. Yeah, just like what Japanese whiskey really is. Right. Me. Yep. All right, so let's get into favorite cocktail of the year, and then we'll get into the worst. So, Christopher, what was your favorite cocktail of the year? It's got to be whiskey sour. Shaking with a little bit of foam on the top. Okay, it's got to be. It's got to be that. I don't. I'm not a huge cocktail person in general, but that one, that one does it for me. Embellish on the whiskey you prefer in your sour. I, I like a rye, rye, a yeah. rye whiskey sour. Mm-hmm. Okay, and actually, I, I like a higher proof rye. So if I have one that I don't care for so much, I can throw it in there, and it comes out nice. Yep, get that that flavor out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good old, good old, old fashioned. I make the best in the world. Uh, so so Neil says... What are you he, talking about? Neil uh, still hasn't hasn't uh, delivered on his promise of his uh, old fashions yet. But It's been COVID. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Gotta yeah. wait. Blame it on the, yeah. that. That's my excuse. That's like every other person who like, if you're buying something online, well, due to COVID, it might take a little longer than expected. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the old fashioned contest. Fair enough. We'll Asshole. get there. I picked... The Whistle Pig Piggyback Old Fashioned. Okay. I think that one is still my my favorite. We've had some damn good cocktails, too. We do those Friday happy hours. You can check those out on the podcast. Go back in the notes, and you, you'll see them in there for sure. I kind of want to go back through all those and just kind of look at them again, because we did a lot of fucking cocktails We did year. some good ones. Even one with carrot juice. Sazerac was really good. Oh, yeah. Sazerac. Sazerac was awesome. A little absinthe rinse. Yeah. Hell, yeah. For sure. That was good. Hey, Joe, do you have any... Uh any lemons or limes or you guys, <laughs> do, you, do you have any grapefruit juice? What that? What am I? Uh, Whole Foods? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> Pretty much. Anytime we needed something like a, a healthier drink, like oh, let's ask Joey's got to have that. Yep. And half the time he did. So true. Yeah. All right, let's let's get down to the shittiest stuff of the year because we drank a lot of crappy stuff, and I think hands down, what was the the worst whiskey we drank. Oh, Glyph by far. That's my funnest episode too. Glyph. Oh man. <laughs> That glyphed. I've had some that horrible was, things in my mouth, but that was, yeah. Right. Oh, God. That was when we were isolated, right? Like, that night? Isolated? Like the glyph show. Well, like, separated, like, uh, oh, we, we at did our own homes. Okay, when we did it. Like, the pandemic style. It was a surprise, and we're just like, Ugh. right. Like, we didn't know what to say, and it was just gross. We should blame Jenna on that whole glyph thing, because it's a pretty bottle. Pretty bottle, ugly whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good from far, classic, but far from good. Classic lipstick on a pig right there. Yeah. I'd say the worst scotch we had was probably the Kirkland that you, Joe brought last night. And that even wasn't the worst. Like, that wasn't the worst whiskey. But I think if I had to pick the worst scotch we drank all year. Oh, easily. That'd be the worst scotch. Because sure. I'm still trying. I'm still trying to like. Oh, I'm not trying to like <laughs> it. I'm just trying to get through it. Yeah. yeah. Pound it out. Yeah. Just trying to get your money's worth out of it. I, yeah, like it's, it's silly, books. but exactly, books. exactly. Like, why do I keep doing this myself? It's hard to say bad scotch because they're all so different, but I guess Kirkland would be the the, the least best. Least best. There you go. I right actually now. really enjoy their, I, I went back to it the other night and I actually yeah. really enjoy their bourbon. It was like the bottom of the barrel. Like, this is the shit that we can't do anything else to it. We just got to just bottle it and sell it before we have to throw it away. Right. <laughs> we get 20 bucks for it. What the hell? Irish whiskeys. We drank, a, we drank, a, we drank a few of those and some of them weren't awesome. I think we did. 
I think the slain wasn't that great neat. It was it might have been a good mixer, but not that great right. neat for me. I think the biggest disappointment for me for Irish whiskey was the writer's tears because I was so excited about it. Oh yeah, it really hyped and up on that. It one. just fell flat as hell. Mm, That's another true. one. A couple drops of Ardbeg or no name in there and it, it, it makes it nice, but not 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 by itself. Worst rye of twenty twenty? Templeton cask strength. You suck ass. Man, we had high expectations for that too. Damn it. When we started hanging out, we would be like, Yeah, Templeton, Templeton Rye. rye. Yep. Templeton yep. Rye. That yep. makes a good drink and you can and then the cast drink was just little, It was terrible. A little rough. Yeah. It was a little rough. Yeah, it's like a swear word now. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It, yeah, pretty close. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. That's our favorite and worst of twenty twenty. We hope you enjoyed that. You should hit us up on our Facebook and our Instagram. Tell us what your favorite whiskey of 2020 is so let us know you can check us out two guys drinking whiskey podcast on all those socials have a good one and we'll see you next time cheers cheers you guys drink slow